Hey, it's Shay. Welcome to the More You Know podcast. Hey, it's Marissa Kay. Take this journey with us as we challenge our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs. Because the more you know, the more you grow. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the More You Know podcast with your girl Shay. And your girl Marissa Kay. Yes, it's such a lovely, lovely day. <laughs> You like that oh, like the little rhyming rhyme yes oh, you didn't it's okay uh so what's up with you marissa i just finished my intensive week learned a lot so glad to have that done um i today i went to i treated myself to a movie because i've worked so hard this week um and then I've, you know, the weather has been like so cold. Freezing. So, Burr. Yes. so I decided I was like, I really want to go see this movie. I'm just going to go see it. And then like my boss texted and was like, the offices are closed. I was like, I'm definitely going to go see this movie. So I decided to go see Iron Claw. Okay. With Zach Efron, um, Jeremy Allen White. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of Jeremy Allen White. If you guys watch Shameless, he was Lip Gallagher, and he now plays Carmen on The Bear. So I absolutely love him. He did an amazing job. I got so emotional. Like, I cried. Mm-hmm. But it's about, um, well, you know, I've always been a huge fan of wrestling. Um mm-hmm. So it's about the Von Eric brothers. They were professional um, wrestlers. There were, there were, I believe, there were four of them in the movie. But there's actual, in actuality, I believe there was five. But it was a biopic about this. He. Their oldest brother died when he was a kid, so he was the second oldest. Um, but it was really mainly about the second oldest, which was um Kevin Von Eric. So it was about him and just the bond between him and his brothers. Um, but it was it was a very good movie and I did get invested in it and I teared up. So Aww. I did like that movie. Um, but yeah, just been, you know, um, organizing to um, throwing out the old, um, making room for new too in my apartment. So that's what I've been up to. What about you? Um, oh, I put in my 30 day notice on Friday. <gasps> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh I feel really good about it. I really do miss teaching um, my little substitute gig. So I think I'm going to go back to that for a few months. School starting this week. And, um, you know, my bills are paid. So I'll be okay for a good six months, six, seven, eight months, whatever. Um, And I just could not do like the travel, you know, driving an hour and a half every day. Although I liked it, I enjoyed it. It was peaceful. But then I think about like the practical side of things and like when it comes time to like when it comes time to have 
like doctor's appointments, it's just impossible to go to a doctor's appointment and then go back. Oh, yeah. And if I have to go up there in the middle of the night, like that 77 is a dangerous highway. There's no lights. It's just, it's two lanes. It's just a lot. And it was just becoming overwhelming. So I put in my 30 day notice so I can, you know, make sure I leave them on good terms and give them an adequate amount of time to get someone else in there. And yeah, I'm going to just wait until I find the right facility for me or until I get something else going for myself. But I feel really good about it. I'm really excited because uh, I did kind of miss the freedom and, you know, really creating my own schedule Oh yeah, and being able to just show up for my kids at their school when I needed to and still be able to, you know, provide for them and not be so stressed. So I think I'm going to do that for a little bit, whatever. And yeah, classes start tomorrow for me. Um, but one of my classes opened up like last week and they opened up the whole eight weeks. So I'm just getting through that, that class. I'm gonna try and finish the class this week. Um, yeah, I'm just chilling, living and loving, living and loving life. So that's my little update. So what are updates with our celebrity news? And before you start, I did not watch the <laughs> Pat Williams interview, <laughs> but I am determined since they're not having school tomorrow and I'm going to work from home, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. I'm going to watch the whole thing. So next week we will definitely be able to discuss it because I'm going to watch it. So I just want to say I find it so funny. Okay. <laughs> With some of the stuff he said, um, like some of the awards have been going on, like today the Emmys are going on. I'll definitely come back with um, reports on that next week because it's it's going on as we're recording this. Um, but I did see like Martin Lawrence, for instance, on the red carpet with his wife, and I couldn't help but think about what cat williams said in regards to the comedians well you know obviously specifically the black comedians mm -hmm. um and i don't think he stands corrected okay. <laughs> and i looked in the comments and they were like i'm thinking about what cat williams said a lot of them said that or had um his picture like a what is it called like a gif of mm -hmm. that interview so i feel like we all were on the same vibe with that one because i'm like he's not lying at all like he's not okay. <laughs> um so i will report this he said we weren't taking them into 2024. Mm -hmm. It looks like besides this, it's going to be a while after I report about him today. But um, Mr. Jonathan Porter, a.k.a. Blueface, is in jail. Okay. So he did turn himself in. Um he violated, I believe he violated his parole by, 
because of one instance, because of, um, I don't want to just say because of Krishan, but one instance involving her um, and her get into a, an altercation with the fan. And then the other one with Blueface and Jaden getting into an altercation with the fan. I believe it was a few weeks ago. So he turned himself in. And from what I have read or what reports say, doesn't look like he's getting out until July. Dang. And he did release an album. Dang. Yeah. So he has an album called uh, Free Blue Face. <laughs> I have not listened to it. Are you going to? I, I don't. I don't think I will. Um, And then <laughs> moving on. Um, moving on. So, um, Tiny's daughter Zonique. <laughs> I don't even know if this should be news, but this whole Coretta Scott thing is getting out of oh hand. God. So, I don't know if I do believe they're together, but I don't. I don't know his name. I can't remember his name, but. Who oh, she's Jonathan with. Majors? No, is that oh. no, no, not Jonathan. No, Tiny's daughter Zonique, her uh. boyfriend, I believe, her boyfriend and child's father. Um, they asked Zonique pretty much, how does it feel to basically be like a fourth baby mother? I believe Dang. they asked her that. Dang. And, yeah um and tiny pretty much said or they have they must ask tiny or her and pretty much i guess tiny is also the fourth baby mama the third or fourth yeah what mm -hmm. yeah ti has quite a few other children really mm -hmm. yeah he has about three or four other children Wow. Not with uh Tiny. So um that happened that. and her boyfriend ended up posting like a picture of them saying that she's his Coretta. And so of course oh, a lot of people had an issue with that. So he recently just posted, like in the last few hours, he just posted that basically he wasn't trying to upset people. He doesn't even know much about Coretta. Um, it was very painful to watch. So why did he say that? Because it would have just been better if he did not post. I believe right. if he just would have um, just Shut kept up. it, yeah, just kept it moving. Um, I think that would have been better. But we, you have to know what you're talking about before especially as a public figure you can't just say anything you know um they're going yeah. to be you're just saying it because just because you heard someone else say it and right because he heard because he heard jonathan major say it and while jonathan majors i believe he should not have said it um mm. but his it made sense right he used it you you know where he was going with it and you can tell that he knows 
about Coretta Scott King. Right. You know, so that's the difference. Like we we know what he meant. He Well, let me just take the back. It made sense, but it didn't make sense. Right. And Zonique's boyfriend just thought it was a, a joke and an ongoing thing and decided to hop on, you know, a bandwagon. Just not smart. Right. It was not. And then speaking of not smart, um Holly Bailey has um posted about her snapback. Oh my god, I saw that. And her I guess some pictures underwater, like maternity pictures underwater. And there are mixed there's a lot of mixed um reception about it. There's people who they're over it and they're like, we don't care now. Like right. why are you trying on, to please stop? Right. And then you have people that are calling those people weird and calling them psycho, just calling them all type of names, um, mm -hmm. saying that, you know, that was her business. She didn't have to tell if she didn't want to. Why are y'all not getting mad at Kylie Jenner? Things like that. Um I don't pay much attention to the Bailey sisters. I don't. But what I have seen, and I actually saw more after she um, announced, you know, the birth of her son. I saw a post that she posted saying that everyone basically should stop talking about her nose, that she's black. Mm -hmm. um, she likes her nose things like that um and i just still remember ddg ddp um saying that you know telling people to touch grass and stay out his business and things like that so in my opinion i i understand where those the the first group is coming from and you can't really, in in my opinion, you can't compare it to Kylie because Kylie, Kylie does gaslight. She has been known to gaslight. She's gaslighted people about having plastic surgery. She lied about her getting lip fillers. She said that she just was overdrawing her lips, which was not true. And that you know she just filled out her body just filled out when now she's admitted to you know getting implants at mm -hmm. night um so she does gaslight but she did not gaslight about her pregnancy she just said nothing and in that case i would agree with the second group you can't force someone and i understand why people keep it private people keep it personal but that's not what Holly yeah, it's Bailey. not the same. I feel like I'm pronouncing her name wrong. Hallie, Haley, Haley Bailey. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm not. I like. I'm. I'm real. I hope I'm not butchering her name. I. I think it's Holly. Um, but that's the definite definition of gaslighting. Yeah, I would have understood if they just said nothing. They exactly. if they didn't respond to those questions you know 
but she did respond. They responded by making people feel stupid. Stupid. And that's me personally. That's that's where my issue lies. I don't care about what's going on with her. Um, I'm I would say I feel bad for those people because I don't pay much attention to her. That just brought a lot of attention to her, actually. Mm. That's the only reason I know is because it became a huge thing. Right. So that that's our so the moral of the story is I mean you can mind your business but don't put your business out there and then get mad when people want to know your business and then don't halfway put your business out there either just ignore people I agree but yes um, that was some great celebrity news and I'm very out of touch but that's okay. That's what Marissa's here for. Keep us all hip and <laughs> happening. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. And after that, we will come back with our main topic. And we are going to discuss some accountability. And yeah, let's navigate our way through that. So please hold. Hey, didn't mean to interrupt, but I have a very important question I'd like to ask you. Would you like to be in the know? We'll tune in to The More You Know podcast with Shay and Marissa Kay, streaming on all major platforms. These women talk about real-life situations that can help you out in your own life. They also talk about astrology news, celebrity news, and so much more. And while you're there, don't forget to rate and subscribe. So tune in to The More You Know podcast, because the more you know, the more you grow. And we're back. This topic came along when I was having a brief discussion with my son. So I'm going to set, set the, um, is it the scene? Set the story, set the, I'm going to tell you what happened. Okay. So, you know, I have a doggy and AJ was eating some snacks on the couch, which I tell them not to eat on the couch, but he had his, not some snacks. He was eating a hot pocket. And anyway, so he's eating a hot pocket. Even though I tell them, eat at the table. I was busy. You know, when you turn away, kids act like, oh, that means she's blind. I could do whatever I want to do. Anyways, regardless, he was doing something he had no business doing. Then he walked away from his hot pocket and Kane walks up and grabs it. So now Kane is eating a tasty ham and cheese hot pocket. So then AJ gets all mad and he's bad dog, bad dog. And, you know, of course I say, uh, send Kane to his room. And AJ is still like yelling at him. I said, hey, don't be mad at Kane for being a dog. Be mad at yourself for being irresponsible. And I said, you know what? That's a whole word right there. Don't be mad at people for being who they are. Be mad at yourself for being irresponsible or for not taking accountability for your actions. So that brought up this topic. And I wanted to talk about how difficult it can be and maybe like how you hold yourself accountable or things that you do to work yourself through it. But the difficulties that we may face when it comes to being responsible and holding ourselves accountable and even um, admitting when we're wrong for certain things and like, you know what, that's my fault. So 
I think one of my biggest um, times, I guess, when I have to really check myself is when I'm parenting my children, right? And not because, not just because it's, it's difficult, but because that no one's telling me how to do it, right? And so I always say, you know, you do the best that you can. And then eventually, you know, you'll either realize that you messed up, you should have done differently, or you did the right thing. And sometimes, like, you know, when I'm dealing with my um, kids, I can be wrong. And it's really difficult. And I'll be real honest, it is, it's hard to admit to your children when you're wrong. And it's hard for me, not because I want to be right all the time, but because I feel like um, if I show them that I that I'm wrong, then you know I lose respect. I lose uh, respect, or they don't respect me, you know, or trust me, or anything like that. And that's not necessarily can, the case. You said what? I said I can understand like your fear in that. Yeah, and and I realized that that's not really the case. And granted. You know, some of them kids can be very manipulative and, you know, my nine-year-old, he's one, he will take stuff and try and twist it and turn it. But then that's when you have to check them, put them, you know, let them know, hey, I was wrong in this instance, but I'm still your mom, you know, but I think that holding, um, holding myself accountable, it does get difficult, um, especially when I'm parenting. And like I said, just because... I don't have to be right all the time with nothing, but there are certain things that I feel like I don't have the um, option to be wrong with, but that's also not true. So that's when you have to give yourself a little grace. But I think that um, even in the workplace, you know, I always tell people like, I know I'm not all the way right. I know I'm not right all the time. And if I'm wrong about something, then, you know, let me know. But sometimes it's hard to accept that, not just not defeat, but it's hard to accept when you're wrong, especially when you've been loud about being right. So now you're just loud and wrong and that's just a bad combination. But I do think that is a, a humbling experience. And I think that in certain situations, it can, um, you know, show you in a different light and especially like in leadership. It shows that you are, you know, you're not above making mistakes. You're not above anybody else and you're not above learning. Mm -hmm. So I think that's good. But I think that it gets really hard sometimes to admit when you're wrong. And but it's necessary because um, it's just, you know, I know life ain't fair, but sometimes you can put some fairness into it. So you're not always right. Apologize when you're wrong. Admit when you're wrong, as hard as it may be. And I also pay attention to how people react when I'm wrong. Because say, you know, if I'm in an intimate relationship with someone and I'm wrong about something and I tell and I admit it and they throw it in my face or they, you know, use it against me. I don't feel like you're um, emotionally intelligent enough for me. Because if I took the time to humble myself and to admit when I'm wrong and 
not even in like a nasty way, but I just, you know, sincerely apologize and you throw it in my face and, you know, want to be real childish about it. I'm, I don't, I don't feel comfortable doing that anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. And I don't want to do this anymore. So I think that it also opens up like a level of vulnerability too, when you um, admit that you're wrong in certain situations, but I think that it's necessary. I think that it helps for growth. And um, I think it also strengthens relationships, not intimate relationships, but just relationships in general. And I think that if more people would just chill out and just admit when they're wrong about things and realize you don't have to be right all the time. And also everything doesn't have to be an argument or a disagreement, you know, an argument or a fight, then the world would be a better place. But yeah, I think when it's my time to confess that I'm wrong about something, I don't know why I get like nervous and not scared, but just like, man, all right. And I, well, I do know why it's all because of, um, worried about how the other person is going to receive it or how they're going to react. You know, like I said, with my kids, I don't want them to like think, oh, well, mama don't know nothing, you know? So I always worry about how the other person is going to react when it comes to those certain things, but it's necessary and we have to do those hard things in order for us to grow and to mature and to just be better human beings, I think. So how do you feel when you have to admit that you're wrong about something or does it just come with ease? Do you not have a problem with it? Or what goes through your mind when you realize, dang, you know what? I was wrong about this and now I got to show some accountability and I have to hold myself accountable and I have to admit to these people or to this person that I was wrong. Um, it really, for the most part, I would say, I don't want to just say it comes with ease. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a natural thing. I would say it, it, it is natural for me. Um, but there is a type of fear because it has been weaponized against me. Mm. Um, but it's definitely something that I do like about myself um, to be able to admit that I'm wrong. And I, I believe that it's easier for me to admit it because I'm not loud I believe the louder you are about your wrongness, the harder it is for you to admit it. Mm. Um, so for me, I'm, yeah, I'm just not much of a loud person about things. So when I am, I, I question myself a lot. So in that regard, it, I'm always reflecting and, and like I said, questioning myself. So in, in doing that, I I will come to a conclusion that, yeah, Marissa, you were wrong. And sometimes I've already like even just halfway come to that conclusion mm-hmm. um, with whoever, whether that's with um, 
supervisors, whether that's with um, professors or whether that's with family or friends, um, even like behavioral things. Um, I just had an incident that I told um, my best friend that I lived with. Um, I told, I apologized to her and told her that I was wrong. Um, when we lived together, she was more organized when it came to bills, when it came to our electricity bills and the internet, things like that, I didn't pay attention to. So it fell on her. And why I didn't, in my head, I wasn't intentionally thinking like, well, she's going to pay it anyways. Mm -hmm. I don't have to. Like, that wasn't in my head. You know, I literally, I had school, I had work, and it would just bypass me until maybe one day the electricity would get cut off. And I'm like, oh my God. You forgot. <laughs> right. You know, like what's going on? Um, and so I did take it upon myself to tell her, you know, that it was taking advantage of her. And I told her also, you know, that that wasn't intentional. Like, I didn't intentionally just be like, oh, she can do it. You know, I said, well, it wasn't yeah. intentional. I know that it was very harmful to you and not right and I took advantage of you and you know I said I truly apologize for that you shouldn't have had to do that by yourself hmm. you know so um, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say I, I believe too sometimes it could be hard because it's shining that light on a part of you that's not perfect or that's not positive it's shining a light on an imperfect part of yourself mm -hmm. yeah I need some help I need to get back into some therapy because I do I don't like it I just don't like it and like I said it's not because I need to feel right all the time because I know I'm not right but I just, it, I always think about what the other person's going to say. And I'm like, man, you know, how are they going to react to what they're going to say? Or I don't want them to think that I can't do something or that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I do do it, but I'm, I am hesitant and I don't like it. It's very uncomfortable. It's so much easier to and this sounds messed up, but it is so much easier to just blame other people than to just take ownership for whatever it is that you've done. But I don't just put the blame on people. Of course, I don't. But I'm just saying it's easier to do that than to be like, you know what? This was on me. I was wrong. But I am working on it. I was going to say, I don't think you give yourself enough credit. I'm working on because it. Because even years ago... In my eyes, you have been the type of person to acknowledge when you were wrong or when you've done something wrong or, you know, things but, like that. You know what else, Marissa, is I, I 
try my very hardest to not put myself in situations where I will be wrong, <laughs> like, or where I will mess yeah, up. Like, absolutely get that. I try to avoid putting myself in those situations. Like, I don't really speak on a lot of stuff if I don't know what I'm talking about. If I am loud about something, like 90% of the time, I'm right about it. I'm like that too. Just because, <laughs> exactly like that too. Just because it's not that I don't like to be wrong, like I said, but I just don't like the unknown. So like not knowing how someone's going to respond or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm very careful about what I say when I say it definitely who I'm saying it to and the situations that I put myself in so I try not to put myself in those situations where I have to admit that I was wrong about something or you know situations where I don't win in something or whatever like I try to set myself up not so that things are just easy but like oh I know I got that like I know I'm I'm equipped to do this or whatever but I appreciate that that you think that way. No, I mean you've no, you've seriously shown that you you probably mm-hmm. don't even realize that. Well, you don't realize that obviously, mm-hmm. but you like I have memories of you at least for me, and you didn't have to. And I know it wasn't easy. There have been times. Are you that... talking when I was pregnant? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, there was a time. No. There was a time I don't even, the craziest part is that I don't even remember what you said. Like, I don't, but you said something. I totaled out my Elantra. I totaled it out and you said something. I don't even remember. I don't know if you made a joke, but you randomly called me and you apologized and no. you I don't know something that happened to you I think you had an Elantra and something happened to your Elantra but you apologized and you're like I I just remember you saying you know I know you you know mm-hmm. what I said it wasn't nice or I, it didn't make you feel good you know and I'm dealing with my issue like with my car now and I know how that feels and I apologize I remember that. You didn't have to do that. That, I can only imagine how hard that was, but I remember that. I don't even remember what you said, but I remember that you did that, and that meant a lot. Oh. Well, maybe I'm not as bad as I thought. But You're not. not. (laughs) But I do know, like I said, you know, I think that that was just uh, um, that moment that I had with my son, you know, I taught him a lesson and then I taught myself and reminded myself that I have to do the same thing. And I think that as, you know, we're still in the beginning, a few days of the year that we just remember that everyone's human, you know, uh, admit, admit your fault, your faults. When you're wrong, you're wrong. It's not a big deal. No one's right. A hundred percent of the time, sure. but also be responsible and hold yourself accountable. You know, like I was telling my my kid, don't be mad at the dog for being a dog. Be mad at yourself for not being responsible. So if someone shows you who they are, you know, like they say, believe them the first time. Don't be mad at them for showing, for being who they are. And, sh- you know, you already know who they are. Be mad at yourself for not accepting that. 
accepting them for who they are, thinking that they can be someone different. That's wild. How do you think so they can how do you think anyone can be someone that they're not? You know what I'm saying? Like that's just crazy. It reminds me of that DMX quote where he said that he was like, it's not about not trusting. He's like, it's about trusting people to be who they are. Yeah. You got to trust that. You know, you got to trust the thief to be a thief. You have to trust the liar to be a liar. Mm -hmm. That's not about not trusting. Yeah. And um, speaking of quotes, there's this quote I wrote in this book years and years ago. And it said, you can't blame a man for being human when human is all, all he'll ever be. And not just men, but, you know, when you, people say man, they usually mean general men and women. Right. So you can't blame people for being who they are. Who else are they going to be? So that was it. That was my lesson for the day. It was a hard lesson learned through a nine-year-old no and yeah it wasn't a hard lesson but it was a reminder I guess I should say a reminder that we're all human and no one is above the next and you just need to be responsible hold yourself accountable the same accountability that, that we expect from our friends and our our children and our siblings or family members we need to expect from ourselves you know <laughs> just like you know when I'm working I don't expect those that fall under my leadership to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. So anyways, that's that. So those are my final thoughts. Just hold yourself accountable. Admit when you're wrong and people will start treating you differently and not in a bad way. So just remember that and love yourself and be kind and smell the roses. Well, not now because, uh, you know, winter <laughs> ice and stuff but but even so roses don't really smell all that good they don't so i don't know why people say that anyways <laughs> so yeah those are my final thoughts uh just be honest be yourself admit when you're wrong life will go on people will really? respect you more oh, eventually yeah. and don't be scared about how they're going to react because they're going to react no matter what happens so absolutely and I still have to do those challenges from last year so <laughs> that's that <laughs> what are your final thoughts honestly just try to embrace that I mean you're human embrace those imperfections because that still makes you also who you are mm-hmm. and it's about how you deal with that if you've hurt someone's feelings or if you know if you told somebody the wrong information if you know anything like that you know with the argument you are on the wrong side it's about how you respond to it that's and it's okay if you were like it's okay if you were on the wrong side mm-hmm. it is going to be better if you acknowledge that and you take responsibility for that now, that looks better than if you just sink into your ego and your pride and you're hurt about it and you just waddle in that and just choose not to acknowledge your wrongdoings that that's stunts as you were saying earlier that stunts your growth Mm -hmm. 
So let's not do that and embrace our imperfections. It's okay. Ooh, well, embrace your imperfections. I like that. Well, thank you. No problem. So on that lovely note, we want to thank everyone for listening. And we hope that you embrace your imperfections because guess what? They are beautiful. They make you who you are. And uh, we want to thank you for being who you are yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Thank you for everything that you have done, everything that you are doing right now, and everything that you will do in the future. We hope that you have a great and pleasant night and or day. And we are gone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.